Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. See, with like the doctors, do you know that you can also ask for a second opinion? Uh, you go in there, don't they? Goes, I can confirm you're definitely an arsehole. Hello, this is the Glasgow Dad Podcast. This is NHS Part 2. Coming up this week. You could use your ring box as a torture implement. Should send you to Iraq for enhanced interrogation techniques. Whatever happened to that Gillian McKee? You used to get people that read tea leaves. She would read her job, eh, right? I'm not going to judge anybody and then suddenly look down on somebody because of lifestyle. It's alright for you. You're just a pampered middle class fanny sitting in judgment to everybody. This is the longest examination I've ever had. <laughs> Anyway, welcome back. We're going we're going for a repeat appointment with this one. We're going back. We're checking in. A follow up. We've got a follow up. Right, here we are, the follow up. So what do you want to know? Have you ever discharged yourself? No, you do what you tell. The doctor I've never discharged myself. The doctor comes and says, Right, that's you. You're better now. Here's some tablets, bolt. Thank you. And that's it. I discharged myself. Why? Forgetting what? When I had an anal stretch done, I had to discharge myself. You're dicing with death, son. Well, it was fine. I just, I couldn't wait. I had the scope. It was fine. Do you know it was fine? Did the doctor tell you it was fine? No, but I felt it was fine. Yeah, you'd need to listen to a doctor. If if I was sitting there with a gaping gash, a gaping wound in my ring box, I would have sat tight. Mm, Hardly. (laughs) But I would have sat tight for the doctor to tell me, right, bombs away. That's the bomb they shut up. They gave me loads of, what was, what's that stuff you drink that you use stuff to drink that makes you, helps you to poo? Eldorado. <laughs> what's it called? The powder stuff? And you, you mix it up. Cremola foam. Aye, something like that. No way. No, it's not Cremola foam. It's called something, I don't know what the... Liver salts. Aye, the... Well, these fizzy uh, stuff. And I... I and I shat Andrew's my... liver salts are... Used to get this stuff, it's called Japs Health Salts. And you would... A cup of water, and you would, you would take a tablespoon and it would be dead fizzy. Okay. 
And it's supposed to be a laxative. This is a laxative, aye. Now, you've got a gaping wound. You've got that. And they're giving you something to help you to shit. Well, it needs to come out. Needs to come out. It's going to come out anyway. You've got a hole in your undercarriage. <laughs> I couldn't push it. I couldn't push it. Out, you couldn't push it out. It's <laughs> going to fall out. If I had a hole in my bag for life, I would change it. <laughs> uh. You know, you can buy these devices on the internet, and some of them have got lights, right. flashing lights. These butt plugs. Have you seen them? <laughs> Have you not seen these? No. And obviously, I presume you get them in different sizes. I mean, you would need a big one. <laughs> right. Just get a big butt plug. It's just like a plug for your sink, but it's maybe made differently. I've never, I've not really investigated the matter fully, but I'll have a look the day. But you'd have to remember and take it out. Oh, you would know it was in there. Well, you would just take it out, take it out when you do it. You mean it would stay in there to help my? Right, it stays in there. Well, it's it's like it's like plugging something, isn't it? Hmm. It's like the sump plug under your motor. Ah. Where you we go and drain the oil out, you take out the sump plug. In fact, why don't you buy a sump plug? You've got a you've got one of the electric motors. Aye. It probably uses oil because it's still got moving parts in it. Aye. Do you need to put oil in it? I don't, I've not checked. I don't check it. I wait until I take it for a second. Get a sump plug for a motor. Because mm. they're, they're watertight. Yeah. I've never, I can't, I, I phone the AA if I need to get my tyre changed or if, I can't do stuff like that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, is that the AA? Uh, my arse is leaking. <laughs> Where are you, sir? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm at the M74. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, uh, sorry, sir. You're not adequately covered. <laughs> oh man, that's bad. I know. Do you think there's a there's a massive crisis with the NHS though? Because people are living longer. So they say. Propaganda. The point is, if you live long longer, take better care of yourself. Take a bit of responsibility. The simple fact of the matter is, the NHS is underfunded. Because the people at the top of society don't want to pay any tax. They've got more money than they could ever count, but they don't want to pay tax on it, the bastards. As fucking idiots like us, we pay all the tax. We don't make any money to pay tax. Certainly no doing this, we don't. <laughs> but we, it's idiots like us that pay tax. Mm. The arse, people at the top of society, these assholes, they don't pay tax. They would rather pay a lawyer and an accountant loads of money to avoid tax. Do you think it's tax deductible getting gone private healthcare? Probably. I bet. Is. I bet these bams. I bet these bams could tax dodge it somehow. I would doubt it though, unless I'd tell you where it would be tax deductible if you think about it. Suppose you've got uh, an act where, like these, what's that mob called? That Cirque du Soleil. Aye. You remember they had that guy, Mister Lifto, that used to lift weights with his bobby. So he would, he would, he had a, had a, a ring through his wanger, <laughs> and he would lift anvils and couches and all that with his bobby. Now I don't know how you find out you've got a talent like that, but that's another story. And he would lift stuff so for him, I would imagine. <laughs> If he injured his bobby 
in the course of his work, then that would be tax allowable. A football injury, getting treatment with a physiotherapist, that would be tax allowable because it's necessary in the performance of his work. So it depends on your argument. Must be a high premium for him. You need to ask an accountant. So an accountant will know that. What's his name? Who? The guy with... Mr Lifto, he was called. Mr Lifto. And he used to lift things, you know, and he'd be on a platform and he'd lift a, I don't know, a minibus full of scouts or something. <laughs> 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 was his sister in Benidorm firing ping pong bombs? Oh, Stiggy Vicky, God, God bless her. She's no she, longer she did with us. She, she died very recently. She died at the end of 2023. Wow. Sticky Vicky. Jinx, she was buried with some insider. I don't know. Ping pong balls. I don't know. But our, our daughter doesn't know, does she know? Is that right? I think so. I don't know. Carrying yeah. on the family tradition. Yeah. Mr. Methane, did you ever work with him? Uh, what did he do? <laughs> well, Mr. Methane, he played tunes, farts, uh. with his farts. Is that right? Aye, well, that. imagine if, so if that was his living, if he made a living out his arse which clearly he did then any arse surgery that he had would be tax allowable uh, absolutely because it was because it was essential see if, if you're a performer and you paid 40 grand to get your teeth done you try to tell me I could have put my hair transplanted yeah as a, because you, you're a you're a you're an internet personality I'm well looking at that yeah, there. you could. Um, it's a bit late. I don't know if you can do it retrospectively. Mm. Do you know, Mr. Me the good story about Mr. Methane, I, I gigged with him years ago, and all the comics were arguing who had to go in after him because it was stinking. Did, did, he, did he use the microphone that everybody else was using? Aye. Oh, no. He needs to bring his own mic. He needs to have his own separate radio mic or be hooked up to something. No, that's because I was gigging with a comedian. And, and and his breath was absolutely fucking vile. I thought, fucking hell. When I remember I came on stage, I, I was I was emceeing one night at the stand in Glasgow, and I came on stage, and you know we all use the same microphone, and I I smelt I could smell it. I went, what the fuck? It smelled like somebody had shat their cell in the front row. <laughs> and it was that horrible a smell. I went, fuck's sake. I'd, I'd remarked upon it. I went, somebody's just shat their cell. Why don't you shat yourself? And it was the mic. And this comedian's breath was so bad. It was... It, it, it smelled like some camel had been eating shite for his dinner. I mean, it was horrendous. It was absolutely fucking horrendous. When I realised what it was, I mean, this comedian fucking breath was horrendous. And he's very well known. Wow. Has he got a toothbrush now? Sorry? Has he got a toothbrush now? I don't know. But his breath... Is horrible. Oh, you'll need to tell me after this. I'll was. tell you after. <laughs> if you know yourself, say in the comments. Yes. If the comedian's watching, phone in and apologise. <laughs> you spoke about your stroke, but you're doing all right, didn't you? But how how was that for you? Was it a wake up call? Was it? Did you see the? Did you see the light at the end of the tunnel? 
Well, I never, it was the a near death experience because that's, that's what people have when they, you, you hear that where they go, I died and I floated above the table and I could see myself. And then I was going towards this light and there was 5,000 Motherwell fans going, come on, it's great here. We win every match. And I thought, no, eternal happiness is not for me. So I came back in it myself. <laughs> no, I never saw the light. It's a bit of a, but by that, I had a stroke, and uh, but I didn't know it was a stroke. I thought it was just a a heavy come down, you know. And I was running about for a couple of days. I was strokey. Really, I was strokey, and I was driving a motor and hitting curbs and all that in a motor, and. Never realised it was a stroke. And went up to the the hospital, the A&E, and oh, I had to go myself because obviously I'm not a millionaire. You know, the, the Illuminati backcopter. Clearly I'm no subscribed to that. So I went up and I says, I mean, I didn't look as I had a stroke. I didn't notice any difference. And I went, up and went I've had a stroke. I think I've had a stroke. And they went, fuck off. And I went, no, you fuck off. Well, no, no until you've treated me. I says, I've had a stroke. I said, I'll sit there. And they saw me and they went, they examined me. And they, were, they couldn't see anything wrong, you know. But I, I knew something was wrong because I couldn't wash my arse in the shower. I couldn't. There was, there was no... I was brushing my teeth and I couldn't put pressure on the brush. So it was very mild. And the CT scanned me. They never sent me to the vets. I was I was only 17 stone at the time. And the CT scanned me and they went, you've had a stroke? And they gave me some aspirin. And they went, I will give you a bed. And I was in for a week, as you know. Wow. wow. So that was it. That was it. I had a stroke. How long did you have to wait in the knee? It wasn't long at all. Um... Do you think they saw that's Glasgow Da will we'll fast track him through? It didn't seem like that, but obviously, given my celebrity status, I, it's possible. I don't know. <laughs> no, I didn't wait very long at all. Maybe for the point I went in to the point I was admitted to hospital, two and a half, three years, mm. which is quite normal, isn't it? Aye. What was the food like? Was you all right? When I was in, I get deliverer. <laughs> I get deliverer in my ward. Well, you see, you're an over entitled wanker. That, that's your problem. You think the world owes you something? Yeah, diddy. You know what I mean? You, the, the food's no good enough. You, you're an arse. The food was fine. You see, the difference between you and I is, I'm very grateful for everything. I've been given and for the gifts I've been given but you somehow think you're under the the delusion like most of the fannies in the planet that you're somehow owed something that you just don't take things as you find them that you you deserve better no I was I would that's then. why I'm happy and you're no <laughs> I'm happy I had my chicken fried rice I was delighted <sighs> Why no? I think that's great. You can get a delivery and it brings it to you, the hospital ward. I suppose it is. I never... I, the, the food was 
Perfectly fine. I was screaming when I get taken into hospital. For screaming? The, aye, the first time in my... They were probably screaming when they saw you. Saw you coming in going, oh no, this arsehole again. <laughs> Literally, that was my arsehole again. That was getting me jet. Maybe it's, maybe it's the delivery of food that's causing the problems. Uh, well, it is, because I wasn't having a fibre in my diet, apparently. Is that right? Is uh, or you couldn't... I you couldn't... I couldn't... So, so what was that, the problem with your ring box? You you couldn't squeeze it out. No, it was too. The, my ring box was too tight to get any rings out. Aye, see that's that's you at the back. You know you're you're a tight ass. <laughs> you need to chill out, man. Mm. I mean your your box, man, is puckered up, man. Super tight. I mean, you getting an internal examination by a doctor must be like breaking into Fort Knox. <laughs> you need to chill out, relax, let your sphincter just, I mean, you're just like a fucking jubilee clip, <laughs> tight and drawn, choking a pipe to death. You need to just, <sighs> I think just relax. I think they were scared in case I coughed and he lost his finger up my arse. I know, you would have chopped it half, man. Like a guillotine. <laughs> you could use your ring box as a torture implement. She'd send you to Iraq for enhanced interrogation techniques and you're just sitting there with your arse exposed like some evil glory hole. And they go, <laughs> right, you stick your finger in there. Are you a member of Al-Qaeda? <laughs> aye, aye, I'll admit it. I don't put my finger in sh- the Glesgadaz boy's bum. Uh, Aye, it could be a torture device. You you could get a job in a factory cutting pipe. It's just put a pipe up your ring box and go, clench, boom, there's another one, boom. A plumber's apprentice or a gas Absolutely, engineer. absolutely. You could be cutting pipe. Mm. It could be Blackpool Rock, crack. Another one. Did you shave my pub, pubes and everything? It was uh, Went around the front? Aye. They had to shave the front to get in the back. Aye, everything, they shaved everything in, in the front. And then, aye, it was awful. Looked like the council had cut it NHS. See, at least if you went private, they would sweep your pubes up. But they never, they would just... At least look, if you went private? They would sweep your pubes up. They would sweep your pubes up? Aye, <laughs> they would take the pubes You're not telling me they left all your pubes lying on the bed? Well, they never, they left them all over the place. They what do you mean, all over the place? I mean, where did they, where, where were you when they shaved your buzz? I was there lying down. Well, oh, wait, no, were you in your own bed or in another aye, in bed? bed aye. And they just left all the hairs in the bed? <laughs> they did, aye. Oh, they, did you not put a sheet down? No. Or a bag or something? No, not that I remember. So you had to lie in your own bed hairs? Aye. No, I lie in them every day. It's just, they were... Aye, they're attached to you? Aye, they were attached this time. Yeah. And then they, aye, it was, uh, it was no... And then I, it was literally, I couldn't... After the operation, I couldn't shit for a week after it either. It was awful. Why? You weren't allowed to shit? No, because it was so painful trying to shit. And that's why <sighs> I had to take the, the drinks that make you just... The laxative. The laxatives. Yes. To soften it. Because mm-hmm. you've got the Bristol stool scale. Do you know what that is? No. It's a scale that goes for one to seven... <laughs> That measures the consistency or the hardness of your turds. And I can't mind if it's one is like Bisto and seven <laughs> is like concrete. 
and everywhere in between or, or if it's or if one is concrete and seven is water but it's everywhere in between and they, they measure the how hard your 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 shit is on the Bristol stool scale. So I can't mind what it is. Phone is in, let us know if it's which is which. If it's the higher the number is the softer or the harder it goes. So why Bristol? Why is it associated to Bristol? That's a very good question. I, I mean, they, but they do that. They have scales. I mean, like they measure comas in the medical profession by calling it the Glasgow, the Glasgow coma scale. That's the Glasgow coma scale. The idea that nobody can scone you as much as a Glaswegian. So when you're out the game in Glasgow, you're out the game. Where is he? How is he on the Glasgow coma scale? Oh, that's a 10. <laughs> He's no waking back up for a month. <laughs> and is a, a Dundee diabetes scale? Maybe. I don't know. But, but tell us, if, if, if you're out there, if you're out there, tell us weird scales. Like, the, I mean, the Buford scale is for wind the speed of wind, the Buford scale, and it's a, related to observable phenomena. So, like, you know, women's skirts blowing up would be a four on the Buford scale. I've had to blow into one of the things as well. Know how to measure your lung capacity. You blow into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I, I blew in one of them and got done for drunk driving for a year. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Murder. <laughs> they do that now for drink driving as well. You what do they do what? Well, you, they take a sample of blood, don't they, to prove that you're actually... Yeah, well, 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 when you get done for, for... If you're involved in a drunk driving incident, uh, it's my understanding that they take a breath test and then they need to verify it with a blood test. Right, OK. So you can fail a breath test, but pass a blood test. Mm, OK. In fact, I know something that happened to and there was a guy, and he said to me, he said, I fucking, I, I failed a breathalyzer. And so I got arrested, I got taken to the police station, and I was shiting myself, shiting myself. I was going to get done for DD. And I was that afraid and so full of adrenaline when they took the blood test, it didn't, he, he passed the blood test, and... They, they, well, they couldn't charge him. They had to let him go. Wasn't it the comic that had bad breath? That's why I felt it. They were like, fuck me, don't blow anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you're going to kill the whole station. Right? <laughs> but no, it wasn't him. It was somebody else. Right, okay. You have, have you ever had to do like, a blood test or a breathalyzer test? No, I was only joking. Right, okay. I'm not in a habit of drinking and driving, so... Okay. I, I think it was... One of the things, I had had a drink. I had a, a pint or something. Ah, you can't even have that now. No, no, I mean, I'm not in a habit. Don't drink and drive, kids. It's no big and it's no clever. Don't take drugs and drive. Just don't do it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Have you ever given Tiggy blood? I did give blood back in 1990. And uh, I, I, it caused... Arrhythmia. Two days after I gave blood, see, I was born with a hole in my heart. Wow. And it caused some serious arrhythmia because I'd had a hole in my heart at the time. And I don't... The doctor said it was possible that it could have been given the blood and my heart started the wee heart flutter. Arrhythmia, did they have a top ten hit in the 80s? Did they sing Sweet Dreams, did they? Sweet dreams are made of... Aye, that was eurythmic, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> what happened, I ended up getting the, the hole in the heart fixed. Uh, that's what led to treatment for getting the hole in the heart repaired. Mm. I gave blood and then caused a problem with arrhythmia and they put me on an ECG and then monitored the heart and they went, we need to operate, we need to close the hole in your heart, which is the hole was between the two bottom ventricles and had to go in for surgery. Nice. You're getting your hole closed and I'm getting mine widened. Jesus I know, Christ. I know, that's the difference between us two. So you had a hole in your, how long were you in hospital with a hole in your heart? A week. A week. Went in for open heart surgery to get it fixed and I was out within... Ah, I was young then, hard as fuck. I was only in for four or five days. And then I got out and I was fine. They don't take your tonsils out now either, did you know that? Don't they? No. What do they do? They just leave you. You don't get your tonsils out. They just don't have the they don't have the capacity of the NHS to take tonsils out now. Is that right? Aye. You must not need them. What do you just what do they do if you've got tonsillitis then? I think you just get ice cream and jelly. That's it. Is that right? <laughs> well, I don't know. I never had tonsillitis. And they say you should never get your appendix. Now they say appendix. It doesn't matter. You you can't say that getting anything out your body is all right. Like people think, oh, just. Get they can't say getting out. anything out your body is all right. Aye. I think you'll find a good shit <laughs> helps. So the people watching us now are going to save up all their shit. <laughs> I've not a good shit. If you got a bit of flame, if you got a bit, of, just get it out there. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, the wax out your ears, yeah, bam. So what else do you get? Te- you get tested after 50 for the p- you send your poo? You get the bowel cancer test yeah. every two years. Okay. What else? Nothing. Is that it? Is you that get it? your prostate checked. They push your finger up your... Although maybe they put his whole arm up you. But you, you, put, you get the, f- the doctor puts your finger up your... And just checks for an enlarged prostate or whatever, a hardening of the prostate and because that can cause, yeah, problems. I mean, I don't know. It seems mine's all right. Mm. So I don't know. Because you get the breast screening vans in car parks as well. Oh, absolutely. It's a good thing. Yeah, Yeah. you need to get checked for stuff, you know. If there's stuff, what does it take? A few minutes, get it done. Whatever happened to that talking about testing poo, that Gillian McKee, is that her name? She used to look... Gillian McKeith. Aye, McKeith. 
I never really watched her, but I know she used to just, she had a TV show. I mean, this is how kind of perverted we've got. Uh, come on my show and bring a jobby. And <laughs> she would look at the jobby. And she's obviously cognizant with a Bristol stool scale because she would look at the jobby and be able to, I think she's some fucking weird fortune teller. <laughs> Like, you used to get people that read tea leaves. She would read your jobby, right? And she'd go, oh, I can see you're going to have a stroke when you're 50. <laughs> I can see for your jobby, your wife's going to leave you. Oh, you're going to get a job in the Navy. Right, I don't know, stuff like that. She would divine your future <laughs> from your jobby. I, I can see you're getting five a day. How can you tell that? There's a lot of sweet corn in this jobby. <laughs> so that's what she done. She, she apparently... She knows things. She can tell, apparently, from your jobby a lot about you. I can see from your jobby the colour. You drink a lot of blue balls. <laughs> it has got, a, it has got a, a blue haze, a hue. Have <laughs> you ever heard of these, sort of, again, like chief executives and all that who go for full body scam? Sorry, full body scans well, and examinations. Well, that, that's what they do. They, they, if, if you can afford it, that's the thing. You can get a CT or an MRI scan which can detect stuff. Which, if you've got anything wrong with you or the beginnings of something, it can pick it up and then you can get it treated if they catch it early enough and then you're fine. They're going to find something though, aren't they? Well, Maybe. You know that remote control you'd lost or something like that. Mm, there's something to find stuff inside you. You know, like we soldiers, you'd stuck up your bum and that did moose for last week. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing to take care of yourself, to take precautions. Do you take stuff to help your health, like vitamins? Do you ever take vitamins? Or? No, no, none of that. I take six a day. I know you do. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure there's any substitute for living your best life to try and eat properly non-processed food. Processed foods maybe not as good for you as non-processed food. So good food, if you can, organic food, but fresh food and making your, your dinners fresh. Try and stay away from additives and, you know, it's uh, artificial sugars and all that. Try and stay away from all that. If you can drink water or natural herbal teas and stuff like that and, and stay active. Because my understanding is what keeps you healthy is stressing your mitochondrial DNA, which means just going out for a walk, but a brisk walk getting your heart rate up and staying as healthy as you can. But just do what you can. Be a bit more active, if only for 15 minutes a day. And don't overeat and don't eat a lot of shite and don't drink too much. And don't smoke. Smoke's terrible for you. And vaping, don't vape. But just take care of yourself. Aye. See, my problem is when I, when I have a drink, that's when I eat shite. So it's a double-edged sword. When you that, that's but if you can discipline yourself, I'm I'm not saying every day you need to do this. Just try and do more good stuff and less bad stuff if you can. 
Just try and make better choices. Just try and eat less and move more. That's all you need to do. Eat less and move more. If you can. What's your views on prescriptions that they're free in Scotland? I think it's fantastic the prescriptions are free. I think it's fantastic that the Scottish government have allocated a certain amount so that if people are unwell and they require medication, they can get it free of charge. That's fantastic. See, I think it, I think you could save on that and you could charge folk. Because if you're, if you're for a low-income family, you'll get it for free anyway. So they should means test it. So in your world, you need to go panhandling and prove you're poor in order <laughs> to sit in front of some po-faced wanker like yourself who judges you to be poor. Fuck you. No. Fuck you and everybody that rode in you. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I think you could save... The, you, it's waste, it wastes a lot of money. Once you, If you take one tablet out of a strip of 10, you can't use it again. The NHS lose a fortune with medicines that go to waste every... Fuck you, it should be properly funded. We said this last week, get it up, yeah. It's the, it's the right way, it's working well. So you don't think even though some people can have a pass to get free prescriptions, do you not think people that earn a fortune should could, should pay for their prescription? No, I, I, I think the taxes that we pay in this country should be allocated towards things which are for the betterment of the general population. That's what I mean. But here we are. You know, we're in a world where we spend money on things like weaponry, firing missiles into the desert in the Middle East, and spending money... Sending some poor bastard to Rwanda. I think it's a question of choices. And the problem is with you, you're reading all the propaganda in the papers and saying, oh, these fucking people punching off the NHS. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't read any newspapers. Well, you're clearly misinformed anyway. <laughs> That's my view. No, prescriptions are free and it's a good thing. Mm. But if you're saying to the, we should means test people and let, let people, people who have worked all their days, they've paid into the system. People that are elderly people have, who have got some dignity, some self-respect, have got to then go and prove how poor they are. How dare you say something like that? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and what about the situation with people that go private so you still think, do you think there is a need for private health care? It's there, and I don't have a problem. It's, it's basically there. If people can afford to do it, fine. But the NHS should be properly funded. I don't have a problem with private health care. It's there, and if people use it, that's fine. Fair enough. I don't have a problem with people being rich. I have a problem with people who don't pay their tax and then will go and turn around and be bully big boss at a charity dinner and pay 50 grand for some fucking bollocks to get you a charity, and the bastard won't pay his tax. Fuck him. That's the problem. Mm. The people with serious money aren't paying their way. They're not paying enough tax. Mm. I was surprised I won that speedboat, to be honest, but... It was worth the 10 grand. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> what about then in terms of, uh, do you know think, see people that get pissed or whatever, right, and they call an ambulance out, do you think they should be charged for that? If no. No. Sometimes you're pissed and you fall down the stairs, right? But you, it's just, life happens. Sometimes you're pissed, you fall out a windy. Sometimes you're pissed, you go on the road and go up with a taxi. That's what happens. 
Drunks can be accident prone. If you get pushed in a house by a bungalow, right? But the point is, it happens. It's free at the point of use for everybody, whether you're sober or pushed. But if you can be pushed, and if you of an evening tend to be a wee bit chemically inconvenienced, try and be a bit responsible. That's all. But you know, one thing's going on today with the other. I'm not going to judge anybody and then suddenly look down on somebody because of lifestyle. Because it seems to me that the stress of living sometimes for some people is so difficult for them that they kind of need to be pushed and they need to get something to take them away from the stress of their life. It's all right for you. You're just a pampered middle-class fanny sitting in judgment to everybody. That's your fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think you'd make a good doctor a good GP no because I don't know nothing about anything when, how, how would I be a doctor so what if I came to you is that you were a doc, my doctor and I come in and what if you came to me and I was your doctor <laughs> I would actually institute uh, instantly euthanasia I'd put you <laughs> out your fucking misery I'm only saying that because my son I love him but he's a pampered middle class fanny that's why I brought up <laughs> What do you think of folk euthanasia? We spoke about that. What do you think about folk going to Switzerland and all that? And Again, right, okay. Assisted dying. What do you think about, hey, see if somebody wants to, see if their quality of life is such that they generally, and it's their fully conscious, fully formed, educated decision, they should be free to do what they want. No problem. But do you think there's a need that they need to have to go to Switzerland or they could make that decision here? I think as it stands at the minute, it's right. I don't have a view on it one way or another. I think he's quite entitled to make his own decision. What I have a problem with euthanasia, and this is why we don't have it in this country, is suppose I end up a few years from now a bit fuck-witted, right? And you, you're a ball bag. You're clearly up to your eyeballs in debt buying hair transplants and arth arse expanders and all sorts of bollocks on the internet and you want at my wee my wee stash of pension money or my couple of pound I put by for the bookies and that you go, ooh, I want my horns on it you would make the decision for me and get me fucking popped that's a problem, greedy bastards like you you know, you, you want my pelmets and all that. I've got above my window, all my retro stuff, my all my LPs and stuff, my eight-track tapes. You want your horns on it to sell it on cash in the attic. That's the problem. Greedy bastards like you would seek to take advantage of a euthanasia law for your greed and your avarice. It's weird how you can, if your dog's no well, you take it to the vet and they put it down, whereas you can't do that. No, you. no, but the, the, the vet will determine, right? The vet makes a determination. The dog's fucked. Now, you can take the dog home and let it suffer and we'll give you painkillers and chop its back legs off and get a bike for it or something. I don't know. Hmm. But you would hope we're the best world in the world that medical professionals are acting with integrity and are giving you the the correct information and prognosis and how we go for here. All other things being equal, I'm presuming there aren't any bad actors here. 
like you. But unfortunately, there's too many arseholes like you in the world who are looking after their own interests. And you're not here to make the world a better place. You're here to make your life better for you at other people's expense. Generally. So you don't think there should be somewhere in the future, for instance, like a vet. So if you were unwell, I'd take you there and say, don't worry, it's no CT scan today. And I'd just say, can you put them down? Because you're just fucked anyway. You're well, gonna... that, you're making that decision, no me. Aye, but I would, That's my point. But your best interest would be in my... Your, your best interest... Well, no, my best interest is in my best interest. But you can't... Not as you see it. But not if you can't talk. No, but no, I've made the point, though. But that's not in my best interest. Well, if your back legs have gone, as Well, it doesn't matter. You making a decision based on my best interest is an oxymoron. It's a misnomer. Because what's in my best interest is what I decide, not what you decide. So talking about the end of life, we're nearly at the end of this episode, but before that, we're going to listen to some voice notes. So let's go for that then. Let's see what we've got. Hi, Glasgow It's Connor. I would like to know your daily fitness regime. <laughs> my daily fitness regime? Well, Connor, was that his name? <laughs> Connor, I- I'll tell you. Uh, since... My stroke uh, last year, uh, I try and walk a couple of miles a day. I don't always get around to it, but I try and be a bit more active and I try and eat a bit less rubbish. <laughs> I've I've been a bit more active. I can... I, I like to walk. If I can, I walk for an hour. God, you walk how many miles a day, did you say? Yeah, uh, I, I can walk as many as five. Right, okay, well, maybe cut down to two because I, I want that inheritance. <laughs> I want your pension pot, your bastard. I've waited long enough. Well, thank you, Connor. That's uh, thanks for that voice note. You've won two tickets to come and see us at any Glasgow Dash show. So thanks to Connor there. Now, before we go, let's look at a healthy person, one of our celebrities who phoned us in with a clip this week. Hello, Glasgow Dash. I'm loving the new podcast. Who's this? What? It's me. It's comedian Mark Nelson. Mark Nelson. I'm currently on tour all across Scotland. Oh, aye. With the big teeth. But they your support act. Fuck off. And here's a clip that you decided was your favourite from last week. Dad, can we come over? We've got a gas leak. Sure, have we. Very dangerous, don't come near. Fuck off. So thanks for listening to that episode. If you enjoyed it, please give us a cheeky five-star review on Spotify or Apple. Or if you're on YouTube, just give us a nice comment. And remember to hit that bell to subscribe so you can find out more on the next episode and when that's released. And that's all we've got time for this week. Talking about end of life, that is now the end of the episode a flat line literally so if you enjoyed this two-parter please tell a friend and if you didn't fuck off why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. 
Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.